What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 314th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. With me, Will. I'm very pleased, very, very pleased to announce that for the first time in probably minimum two years, possibly three years, I have taken a shower before we started recording today. Usually a shower after. Or I just don't bother at all. <laughs> you need to get the, the, the dirt of Pokemon news off your body. <laughs> well, it's more like, you know, if I've run 15 miles before we record. <laughs> the, the dirt of that. <sighs> Rochelle is here. I am. I did not take a shower before recording, but I did wake up. So... I mean, technically, this is like your midnight. Uh, technically, my my eight a.m. when I would wake up time is in about an hour and a half from now. It's You're just up like early. waking up early. Man, I bought new sheets at Target last night, so I took a shower before Ooh, bed. Give us a review. Wonderful. Wait, wait, wait. Did you wash them before you put them on the bed or did you put them straight on the bed? You know, I thought about it. It's a huge dilemma. But <laughs> when I opened the sheets, they were already wrapped in like cellophane or whatever, plastic wrap. And I was like, this seems safe. No one touched it. I guess it's going straight to my bed. I don't know. What? I heard a rumor that they like chemically treat these uh, materials and then your hormones are going to go out of whack. I slept, like a, I, I slept like a baby last night. Do your sheets smell like plastic wrap? No, they didn't. It was just like a, like a thin layer of plastic hold it like that wrapped. So the sheets were in like a sheet bag. They were in like the material that they felt. And so when I opened it, I was surprised that they were like wrapped in plastic. Yeah, I've bought those sheets from Target before, too, and mine were not wrapped in plastic. Yeah, so, I, so I've bought the same pack of sheets from Target before, and they weren't in plastic, so that's why I was surprised. So I was like, oh, maybe like no one's actually physically touched these, so they're probably cleaner than like somebody opening them and like trying to feel them up to see what they feel like, even though the thing it comes in is what it feels like. Pretty much. Um, what was the thread count? I don't know, but it's called Jersey. Well, oh, bah, ah, bah. Look, you don't look. buy sheets without knowing the thread count. I don't worry about the thread count, but the the sheets are called jersey, so they feel like t-shirt material. Yes. It feels real good. Uh was it Egyptian cotton? I don't think so. I think it Why was you, I uh, think it was Target cotton. Ugh. I have a question for you, Rochelle. Yes. How frequently do you wash your sheets? Um, or no, let's not put wash. Let's say change your sheets. I change my sheets like once a week and I always make sure to wash my pillowcases every single week with my regular laundry. What about you, Steve? Probably like once a month. Hmm. <laughs> I'm definitely a once a week kind of person. But I've just like I've been seeing like a range. People have all kinds of ranges and stuff like that. But I definitely want like that Sunday night, I want that clean sheet experience. Yeah. Oh, I love I'm the clean you. sheet experience. You just need to up your sheet changing so that you can experience it more often. Well, that's why I bought more sheets so I could I could start a new cycle. Because have you ever had like the sheets that like you you wrap it around the corner of your bed, but like over the course of the week it like flips back up? Oh yeah, that's my life. Those are no good. Those are no good. Like 
You mean a fitted sheet? Yeah, like when the fitted it, sheet doesn't stay fitted. It's the worst. You know, you can you can get little clips for that, right? No, 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 no. Don't go down that path of madness. Mm-mm-mm. You, you lose one of the clips and the whole thing falls apart. I don't know what that means. I've never once in my life had an issue with that. Also, so, so I you, don't use them anymore because all of my fitted sheets fit in my bed now, so... Yeah, don't don't buy the clips. I tried it. I tried it. And then like I lost one of the clips so I could only like clip three corners down and then that fourth corner popped up every single time. Oh. Pop pop pop. Will, you just needed to go get another one. You can get like a four <laughs> set for like three you're or like, four dollars. Y- like like you're like uh, it's already disappointed me and you're saying, "Well, go back and revisit that disappointment. Give it a second chance." I'm I'm a I'm a one chance kind of guy. If you're a plastic clip, I mean, for human beings, you get more chances, but if you're a plastic clip, you disappoint me once and you're out the door. I'm done with you. It only has one job. It really does. It really it is not a multi-purpose tool. It's not a, like a fabric softener sheet which has like a thousand different uses. All right then. Just suffering Suffering sheets not being properly fitted to your bed? Hell, I guess. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we have some I Pokemon your news. <laughs> this is surprisingly a Pokemon podcast. We have a we have a we have a range of news here. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, there was a huge Pokemon Go update. Some would say it was probably the second biggest update they've ever done. I want to say first biggest update was probably the raid system. And this is probably the second biggest. I'll it's, give it to you. It's pretty big. I mean, we're not talking adding Pokemon. I feel like that's an easy thing for them to do. <laughs> but this kind of changes the way people play game. the game. And I don't think like adding Gen 4 would change the way people played, play the game, I suppose. But we'll get to that. Let's start off with the non-Pokemon Go news. Usually we start off with the Pokemon Go news, but uh, this is off comicbook.com. Pokemon is the highest grossing franchise of all time. Even grosser than Mario? I'm sorry for interrupting, but even grosser than Mario? I mean, it says all time. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll read it. When it comes to money... You may think you know which franchises are at the top. Titles like Star Wars and Marvel can draw anyone's attention, but that doesn't mean they're not at the top. No, when it comes to the highest grocery groceries, the highest grossing <laughs> franchise of all time, there can be only one winner. Or in this case, at well, that was a bad. This is a bad joke. I'm skipping it. I'm moving on to just the details. Uh, when you look at the top grossing media franchise. You are looking at all parts of a title. Such a tally includes every sort of sale from a book to box office and even merchandise. The Marvel Cinematic Universe may be the highest grossing film franchise at the box office, but its total media revenue is lacking when compared to Pokemon. Not even Star Wars can hold a a candle next to Japan's giant. Right now, it is estimated that Pokemon has earned $59 USD when created in 1996. This total includes everything from its nearly 50 billion retail sales and the behemoth mobile presence thanks to Pokemon Go. In second place is Star Wars, which falls behind at 42.9 billion. Currently, 
Merchandise sales make up the bulk of its money, but its box office totals aren't anything to sneeze at. Checking out top media franchises, you will see a lot of familiar names. Guys like Mario, Batman, James Bond can be spotted easily, but you won't be able to escape the anime as you go down that line. Making more than the Harry Potter universe, the Hello Hello Kitty comes in third with the estimate. Hello Kitty is in third? What? Uh, no, the, that tracks. The estimated yeah. revenue of forty-one billion. Fist of the North Star knocks in at eleven. Gundam flies in at fifteen. Neo Genesis of Eve Evangelion. Yeah, okay, seventeen. And <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh and Dragon Ball are both around fourteen point nine billion. That's funny and that they mentioned worldwide? Harry Potter, but they don't say how much Harry Potter may. Uh, yeah, the, this is all time, all all, all mm. over the world. I feel like it's Pokemon Go that really pushed it over the edge, right? <laughs> uh, hmm. Well, by those numbers, I don't know. I'm trying to decide if this tracks for me or not. And part of me is like, I don't know. A lot of people spend a lot of money on some of the other things mentioned here. But then again, Pokemon's been around for a long time and has just an absurd quantity of just merchandise in every possible form. And and brand recognition, which also makes me question, like, why is Fist of the North Star on there? I mean, I've heard of (laughs) Fist of the North Star. I've never heard of that. That is not an anime that people talk about that. I mean, I've heard people talk more about Yu Yu Hakusho than that Fist of the North Star. And Yu Yu Hakusho... I mean, it's a fantastic anime. I can't deny it. But... True fact. Back <laughs> back in the early days of the internet, when I was but a small Rochelle, I one hundred percent true fact had my own GeoCities Yu Yu Hakusho fan page. What? So, you like, did not. I did, and I that spent is so, so cool. <laughs> so I like I wrote character bios for every single character and summaries of every single. I, I was real into it. Like, Steve doesn't even know what Yu Yu Hakusho is. Nope. Nope. Ugh. So I'll give you I'll give you the highest level synopsis. Kid dies, he has to earn his right to become alive again by being a detective. <laughs> <laughs> that, that does that that does that sound appealing, I guess. It is so good. It's great. It's every season is a little bit rinse and repeat. Like it has the same base structure every single time, but it's great <laughs> yeah it's that's the same as sailor moon and you know exactly. why wasn't sailor moon on this list why wasn't sailor moon on this list i'm personally offended you are upset or maybe you think the author of this article is wrong it is at megan peters cb on twitter <laughs> uh, she said feel free to let me know in the comments or on twitter what you think We've pulled a lot of articles from comicbook.com, and they're usually, I don't remember any of them being wrong, so I believe Megan is probably right. I I mean, mean, I don't think she's factually wrong. I just think she's emotionally wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, economics has no emotion. Yeah. I just fist of the North Star, so it just like sticks right in my craw. Who even remembers that anime? Feel. Speaking of money, though, this article is off GameRant.com. Pokemon CEO didn't see Switch selling until Zelda's success. Uh, in an interview with the Japanese outlet Famitsu, 
the Pokemon company CEO Ishihara spoke candidly about his worries regarding the Nintendo Switch pre-release. Ishihara said pointedly that he didn't see the Nintendo Switch selling due to the groundbreaking nature as a combo handheld slash console device. What changed Ishihara's mind, like many others, was the overwhelming fun and success of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Quote, I think Zelda had a big impact, said Ishihara regarding the Nintendo Switch unprecedented launch. He goes on to describe how the Nintendo Switch has grown into a great platform for new games and new experiences because of the risks Nintendo has taken with its first-party games. Quote, Mario Party 8 Deluxe and Super Mario Odyssey, as well as other titles, also had great timing and is helping widespread adoption. On top of that, you see that there are games like Nintendo Labo that include elements you don't normally see in games. So it's an ideal environment for a platform. I think it's a great opportunity for us to introduce new games and bring new experiences that will earn us even more fans. Uh, then there's a bunch of stuff about the Wii U struggling, and then there's one more quote here, which says, uh, that's the point where we thought, like, maybe the hardware won't sell, changed to our feeling of our game will give the platform traction in a way, and our second title this time around will be the one that, uh, well, that will be the driving factor behind that. Let's go Pokemon, and then the second title, which is the, uh, 2019 game. The unnamed 2019 title. Yes. But they said how, like, the Wii U is a flop, and this was not a flop, and yeah. So you've played Breath of the Wild. I did. I, I completed it. I, I saw Rochelle, the, the you, end credits. Rochelle, you've played Breath of the Wild. Oh, I've played Breath of the Wild, all right. Hmm. But, I have but, not played Breath of the Wild, and I still bought a Switch. Hmm. That's fine. Well, you don't like Zelda. I mean, I like Zelda okay. It's just, it's a bit much for me. <laughs> it can be overwhelming. I'm not going to lie to you, Will. I clocked just over 100 hours in that game, and I guarantee you that at least 80 of them were just me wandering around the world hunting and cooking. So I won't yeah. be mad if you don't play it. I mean, I wander around this real. I'm yeah, I'm making a, a circular real motion world. with my fingertip. <laughs> I wander around this real world, just hunting and cooking most of the time. <laughs> well, welcome to adult life, kids. <laughs> yep. We have a lot of Pokemon Go news, but I'm gonna put the uh, most important Pokemon Go news first here. Father and son arrested after Pokemon Go fight. This is no surprise to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you guys, I was waiting all week to read that headline. <laughs> it gets even better. You think? I think the headline was good. The first sentence of this is so good. A 71-year-old man and his adult son were arrested for yeah, assaulting right. another player. Who claimed to have stolen their gym and threw a Gatorade bottle at their car? <laughs> what? I don't. Those words only some of them make sense. Please oh. el elaborate. This is off Kotaku, by the way. The finest reporting we have. <laughs> the father Robert Matsui tracked down a man and then allegedly chucked back the Gatorade bottle, hitting him in the face. 
All three men reportedly got into a fight. According to the St. Louis Dispatch, the incident was captured on video by a bystander. The paper described what was unfold what unfolded. Dang, I didn't see this video. A bystander. Did this take place in St. Louis or St. Charles? It's says St. Louis. Ugh, rough town. <laughs> real rough, real rough Pokemon Go town. A bystander took a video of the encounter and caught Robert Matsui holding the victim down, while the son hit the victim in the head and face several times. Wagner wrote, the victim suffered cuts to the face and traumatic eye injury and a broken fingertip. The elder Mitsui and his 31-year-old son, Angelo, are now facing third-degree assault charges. These <laughs> <sighs> meetings are so stressful. The, yeah, oh, they are. Just, like, to back up, and it's, when I read, so when I originally read, like, father and son get arrested, I thought, like, oh, like, you know, maybe, like, 16-year-old son, you know, 35, 40-year-old dad. Not, I did not think 71-year-old man. Impressive that they play Pokemon Go. Very cool. Glad they're getting out on their feet. But Hey, my mom is 73 and still works every day. What are you talking about? <laughs> 70s are not that old. I, what I don't understand is like, so I'm I'm just like framing this from my own personal reference, right? Yesterday I was at Pierce Mill in DC and there's a gym there okay. and it was a blue people gym with a, uh, what? Oh, I think it was like an, an, uh, Agron in there okay. or something. It was something silly, something, but only one Pokemon in there. So I walked over and I was like, let me kill you with my Lugia. And then I put something I had, uh, Magneton or something, up in that gym. So I turned it from blue to yellow, right? Okay. So it, from my point of view, if the Agron guy was still around Pierce Mill, he might have seen me do that and got angry at me and then like thrown a Gatorade bottle at me because I took his gym. <laughs> but from the headline, it sounds like it would be like reverse, where like I took the gym and then I got angry at the person who I took the gym from and threw a bottle at them. What is up with that? Okay, hold on a second. My understanding of what happened, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not even reading this. I'm just listening to Steve tell it. What happened is that these people took a gym from this guy on the street, and the guy threw a Gatorade bottle at their car. Oh, okay. And so they followed him and beat him up. Yes. After that. Because that's appropriate. Those this is there's a lot of a lot of moving variables in this. Story. Yes, and and in in the tiers of bottle danger, it goes Molotov cocktail number one, Gatorade bottle number two, <laughs> Pepsi bottle number three, because that's just pure acid. <laughs> I just, I I mean, I would be upset in any situation if a Gatorade bottle hit my car. But upset enough to track somebody down and beat them up? No, because because like, one, I can't beat lie. anyone up. Two, well that that's why I'm here. I don't <laughs> I I don't have it in me to like I don't have that kind of aggression to to hit somebody. As somebody who took I'm like <laughs> somebody who took middle school wrestling, that was a huge thing that I learned about myself. Is like I have zero aggression when it comes to like overpowering somebody i just don't have it in me i feel i'm the complete opposite (laughs) 
I was expecting this to be like teenage son gets an argument with father yeah. and then they get arrested. I was not expecting two adult men throw a hissy fit and then beat somebody up. I mean, I guess I should have just expected that anyway. Like, it, like it's not surprising. It's just not what I was expecting. Yeah. I, I, I think the situation is funny. I think somebody getting beat up, not funny. Uh, but the reason I pulled the article was, one, because the headline did make me laugh. But two is because, like, this is not the first time I've heard or have, like, seen people getting mad that their gym has been taken. Like, there have been other articles about this, but... I have been in Pokemon Go groups, like, waiting at a raid where somebody was like, oh, there's a person that always takes my gym, so I purposely stay up all night to, like, make sure that bef- that I keep taking it back until they leave, and then I go to bed. And it's just like, nothing, <laughs> nothing is that important. Like, the 50 coins you get from a gym is a day, which if you can hold one gym for more than, I think, 10 hours... You get your 50 coins and you can't get any more than that. But I don't think anything like I would rather just give Pokemon Go my money than to like spend the several minutes it takes to take a gym for 50 cents. Because most of the time, the time I have I have dedicated to take a gym is usually not worth 50 cents. Like my just my time is just more valuable than that. Uh, We can talk about this other article that has come out in the past week where the World Health Organization has identified uh, video game addiction as an actual diagnosable disorder. (laughs) I mean, we can talk about that if you want. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I know, like, I think it just corresponds with this all together. People are way outweighing what video games mean in their lives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think the video game addiction is anything different than, like, an alcohol addiction or a gambling addiction or no i agree but i think the point is is that people don't treat treat it like that like an alcohol addiction people are like oh that's a really like that's a thing but when you say like oh i'm addicted to video games they're like no you're not you're just lazy and you don't want to do anything there's (laughs) definitely a social stigma around like this can't actually be a thing happening you're just a bad human right there's a there's a difference between like vegging out on Saturday and playing a lot of video games because you have the day off. And then there's a difference of, like, missing work multiple times in a week because you can't stop playing Or beating somebody up because you're so desperate to hold a particular (laughs) Mm -hmm. gym. Yeah. What is with humans getting hit in the face with things the last couple weeks? It's summer. Gatorade bottles. (laughs) Hot dogs? What is happening? Wait, who's throwing wild hot dogs? Oh, no, you didn't hear? Okay, so there was, I think it was a baseball game where the mascot had like a hot dog launcher and it hit a woman square in the face and she had to go to the hospital. I did not hear about that, mostly because I tried to avoid the news as much as possible. But let me also state for a second, in a world where hunger is a real issue, why are we launching hot dogs at baseball game <sighs> i can't answer that for you yeah i'm sorry hot dogs are pretty expensive at a baseball game not when they're launched out of a cannon and wrapped in <laughs> wrapped in duct tape like we got pokemon go news over uh regarding the the new trading system it's a huge thing 
Uh, but before we get to that, we're almost due for a break. So I will say real quick that Regice is the new raid boss in Pokemon Go. If you like doing raids, um, that is the way you say it. I know some people, I, you would think that because it's Reggie Steel, Reggie Gigas, Reggie Rock, that it would be Reggie Ice, but it is Regice because there's no double I, I suppose. I don't know. So please feel free to correct people if you hear it wrong. In the most sarcastic and... What but please, it, uh, but be, please, before you do, make sure you have at least one to two Gatorade bottles with you, just in case oh, things go south. Yeah, if you're going to correct someone, just go all the way, beat them up, just to make sure they definitely remember. Don't do that. Please don't do and that. And then take their gym. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Regice is your boss. It lasts until I... I think July 17th. I actually don't have the date in front of me. I know it's like two days after Pokemon Go Fest is over, so the way I look at it is because it will probably be the only Tier 5, unless they introduce another Tier 5, there will be plenty of people downtown town Chicago doing as many raids as possible, so I think it'll be pretty easy for me to find a group so I don't have to waste my Saturdays hunting down people. But if you're super into it and you want Regice, it's out. I would assume that Reggie Steel would probably be next, and then Reggie Rock, because that's kind of the the order they've put them in on their website. So we'll see. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about this uh, trading system. And yeah, so we will be right back. But uh, your 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 player character in this game is called Chase, Chase. and the female character. The female character. It's called Elaine. Elaine. Like you got Trace, you got Chase, and Elaine. And we are back from our break. There was something last week uh, I mentioned. I didn't have a source on it because I totally forgot the source. But I have the source right here. Uh, This is uh, from Silicon Era. This is about the uh, 2019 game. Uh, This is just a quote. Um... From this was pulled from the Famitsu magazine. Silicon Era here has some translations. A lot of stuff we've already talked about. Process of like, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee, two-player catching, new Switch game. Uh, but there's a quote here that I wanted to pull that we talked about last week. I just didn't have a source. It says, "Quote: We want to make Pokemon fans say this is what I've been waiting for by delivering a brand new product packed with new gameplay elements and plenty of new Pokemon to encounter. End quote. And that's in regards to the upcoming Switch Pokemon game in 2019. Expect new Pokemon is the short of it. Now I find that hard to believe. How could there be (laughs) more new Pokemon? How could they keep making them, Will? I, I don't know. Too many. Too many. All right, let's talk about the trading. 
This is off PokemonGoLive.com. June 18th, trainers. We are excited to share brand new ways to interact with your friends in Pokemon Go. The friends feature will start rolling out to trainers later this week, allowing you to connect with your real life friends and keep track of their adventures in Pokemon Go. You will be able to send them items and earn bonuses and even trade Pokemon. In order to add a friend in Pokemon Go, you, f- you must first ask to share their friend code with you. Uh, to invite a trainer to become your friend, simply enter their friend code and send a request. If they accept, you'll become friends and you will see them on your friends list. I just want to pause right here and say that as much as Nintendo fans have always hated friend codes ever since the 3DS slash Wii U, I haven't heard a single person complain about the 12-digit friend code in here because I think they're just so happy two years later that this has been added. Now, I can give you a very basic explanation of why. It's, it, it, it's comprised of two parts. Number one, copy and paste. Your friend code, this is always being done on your phone, and Androids and iPhones both support copy and paste. And what I found... Is have you have you sent your friend code to anybody? No, I have always okay. had my I've always had people uh, add me. When you use the Pokemon Go tool to send the friend code, and you can send it to Messenger, to Facebook Messenger, to Slack, to whatever, it does this paragraph. Please add me as a friend on Pokemon Go. My friend code is number 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 number. Right? If you copy that entire phrase and go into Pokemon Go and hit paste where the number should be, it only pastes the number. It's intelligent what? to only grab the number. It is Copy so and great. paste, which you could... Ne- you, there was no copy and paste on 3DS. There was no copy and paste on Wii U. That's number one. Number two, the friending is one-sided, right? If I, if I can accept a friend code from somebody and I don't have to send them back, I mean, then they're only my friend on my thing, I think. But still, it doesn't have to be that, like, you have to get that magical session together where both of you exchange friend codes or the friending doesn't work at all. So that helps quite a bit as well. I didn't Agreed, know the copy on. and paste. Dang. The hot tips, Will. You have to warn us when you give us a tip that hot. Oh, I'm sorry. My name's not Micah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. When you spin a photo disc at a Pokestop, I guess it has its own name or a gym, you have a chance of receiving a special gift. Although you can't open the gifts you receive from Pokestops, you can send them to a friend on your friend's list. Inside the gift will be a stash of helpful items, which your friend will receive along with a postcard showing where you pick up the gift. Gifts can also include a special surprise, an egg that has hatched, will contain an Alolan form of original an Alolan form of a Pokemon originally discovered in the Kanto region. If you want me to knock that out and get that out of the way, it is Alolan Meowth, Alolan Sandshrew, Alolan Vulpix, and Alolan Grimer. Meowth being by far the most common. You don't say. When you send a gift to a friend or participate in a raid or gym battle with them, you can increase your friendship level. As your friendship level builds, you unlock bonuses when you play together. For example, when you 
and a great friend participate in a gym battle or a raid. Together, you can in, uh, you can earn an attack bonus to give your Pokemon an edge. You can increase your friendship level once per day per friend. You can also build up your friendship level by trading Pokemon with a friend. If you are near a friend and you have a trainer level of 10 or higher, you can trade a Pokemon you've caught with a friend. Completing trades earn bonus candy for each, for the Pokemon you've traded away. And that bonus candy can increase if the Pokemon you were traded were caught in locations apart from each other. All trades are powered by Stardust. And some trades require more Stardust than others. As you build friendship level the, with the friends you are trading with, you'll find that you can complete a trade with much less Stardust. Certain Pokemon, such as Legendary Pokemon, Shiny Pokemon, or a Pokemon currently not in your decks requires a special trade to complete. So keep in mind before trading away that Golden Magikarp. It's always weird when they acknowledge and talk about Shiny Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it is. Special trades can only occur once a day with a great friend or a best friend. And it's often it often requires a lot of Stardust to complete a special trade. Special trades are a great way to show a friend how much you care. Get out there and discover Pokemon Go with friends. Stay safe and happy exploring. Can I put can I put a word uh uh what is it called a public service announcement out immediately? Uh this is for Greg and for Cole. Uh we need to work up our friendship levels before Gen Con so that when we're all together we can do special friend low stardust magic super trades. Thank you. Okay, so Maybe I believe Logan too. I believe if you are if you are a great friend, so that's 7 days. Hold on. I think no, I'm sorry. If you're just like a one day friend, I think trading a legendary Pokemon to somebody. So if I was to, uh, I forget who pays more. I think you pay for what you're getting. So if I'm getting a Latias, uh, which may or may not be a thing that's happening, because I have somebody who is coming to Pokemon Go Fest who has a spare Latias for me, because it's the only legendary I'm missing. I believe it's going to cost me about a million stardust and by the time it's pokemon go fest we should have the seven day trainer bond which i think will bring it to down to like eight hundred thousand. uh we can go through this real quick so there's there's the one star the two star three star and uh four star one star is you have to trade or do a raid or a battle with the other person once so if i sent rochelle a gift we are now considered good friends. Uh, if I send Rochelle a gift every day for seven days, we will be a, a two-star, which I think is best friends or something like that. And then if I do that for 30 days, we will be ultra friends. And then if I do that for 90 days, we will be super friends or something like that. Oh, Wow. For I forget the naming scheme, but that's one through four. Uh, okay, so if um, when when I meet Rochelle one day in person, and we decide to chain exchange just ratatas, uh, we will each be paying a hundred stardust for a one star, eighty stardust for two stars, eight stardust for three stars, and four stardust for four stars. So very cheap. If you can be 
90 day friends with somebody. Gotta invest in those friendships, yo. Now, yeah. uh, R- Rochelle comes to my wedding, for example, and she she has a shiny Magikarp, but needs another shiny Magikarp uh, because she wants a Gyarados. Because I love shiny Magikarp and right. would like to have a collection of a hundred of them. So this this is be- this is if she already has a shiny Magikarp, or uh, let's just say, uh, uh, um. Maybe she has one Ho-Oh, but she needs an extra Ho-Oh, and I have about 20 of them. I don't have that many. Uh, but it will be, if we were friends for one day, it will be 20,000 Stardust. We are friends, if we are two-star friends, six, seven-day friends, 16,000 Stardust. 30-day friends, 1,600 Stardust. And 90-day friends, 800 Stardust. So significantly cheaper. And then finally, if there is a Pokemon that Rochelle does not have, let's say a Heracross. No, I'm sorry. This is just uh, re- regional would be, sorry, regional like Heracross would be the 20,000, 16,000, whatever. If it's legendary or just uh, a shiny she doesn't own. Uh, do you have any Mareep, for example? Rochelle? I don't. So I have 13 shiny Mareep. So if I wanted to give one to Rochelle, if we're just one day friends... That would cost her a million Stardust. If we're seven-day friends, that's 800,000 Stardust. If we're 30-day friends, it's 80,000 Stardust. And if we're 40, if we're 90-day friends, that's 40,000 Stardust. So a significant difference between one day and 90 days. That is wild. These prices seem awfully high. Well, here's the thing. Um... You can only give five gifts a day, uh, from my understanding. Like, when you spend stops, you can only get as as many as five gifts, and you can only open 20 gifts a day. Uh, so, like, for... Okay. I have a couple problems. One, the friends list is awful. As somebody who has 200 friends on their friends list, because I, I run a, a semi-popular Pokemon podcast and a semi, semi-popular Twitch stream. So it was very easy for me to fill up my friends list in about 24 hours. It is the worst. Do, do not recommend. Zero out of zero. Not H out of H. Too many. It's bad. It's, it's terrible. Don't do it. Like, I would, since if, do, okay, let me back up. If you're a Pokemon Go player, I would honestly only add people you actually care about because there are so many things wrong once you add more than like 20 people. So the first the first part that's like not great. And I I get it. It's new. It's not that big of a deal. So I can see 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10, ten people. So once you get more than 10 people and you scroll down, it has to refresh in and it can only refresh 10 more people in at a time. So every 10 people, it has to think about refreshing. There's zero organization to this besides it. It always puts people who gives you gifts at the top. Um, If for some reason I accidentally swipe left back to like me because it's two tabs, me and friends, it automatically puts me at the top of the list again. So if I've loaded like... 10 times which would put me a hundred times or a hundred people down in the list and i accidentally swipe to the left i have to start over (laughs) if i go all the way down to the bottom of the list and i'm at like 150 to like open that gift from somebody and i open it 
it puts me back at the top of the list again. It is so terrible. They really need to add, like, some system to organize people or, like, make favorites and a favorites list or something because it is absurd. The other thing that I realized, this is a, a pro tip if you do decide to go to 200 friends, is don't actually go to 200. Just go to 199. Because if you go to 200, you can't see anyone sending you friend requests. But if you go to 199, you can see everyone pending waiting for you to accept their request. Interesting. So just keep that in mind. But I think what's important about this is. A lot of people are upset you can only open 20 gifts because they want to, you know, get these streaks going. But in reality, not like people don't have that many best friends, right? Like I forget what the theory is called, but like the like I think as a person, you can only remember like at most like 50 people before you have to like refer to a list or like go you know what I'm talking about? I forget what it's called. Al- yes, Alan um, Alan was talking about it on the Tuesday night podcast. Yes. Are you talking about Dunbar's number? Uh I think that does sound right. But oh, like it's 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 like you can only remember so many immediate people before you have to like refer to like your contact list or your Facebook like friends or like who you follow on Twitter. You like visually before you have to be like, oh yeah, I forgot um uh, Alan from the Tuesday Night Podcast because he's not somebody I talk to every single day. Whereas like you guys, I do talk to every day. So obviously, if I'm thinking of a list, not that I haven't made lists for like a upcoming wedding or anything, I like. Okay, who are we thinking of right now? Because those people are invited to the wedding. And then if we have to, like, if we forgot about you, probably not as high as priority as people we remember right away. Am I making any sense right now? Yes. And, and Rochelle, you are correct. It is Dunbar's number. And the number is 150. The, what the number means, it's the number of people, uh, or it's a theory, um, but it's the number of people with whom any one person can maintain stable relationships. Now, I don't know what stable relationship means, but there you go. Some people are upset about the restrictions of like only getting five gifts a day, only opening 20 gifts. But I think it really makes you think about who your quote unquote in-game best friends are. And I think that's kind of cool. Like for me, I'm obviously going to prioritize my mom and will and micah and irene uh, we're not friends we are not friends not yet um fyi I, and <laughs> i'm gonna prior prioritize those people because well obviously i i see my mom and irene and micah probably more than you know people i would add through twitter but like with will specifically will will be at my wedding which is more than 90 days away so by the time I see Will. Well, I'll see Will at Pokemon Go Fest, so that will be seven-day good friends by then, so we'll have a slight discount. But by the time it's my wedding, we'll be 90-day friends. Um, And then, of course, I already see Will. How many times do we see each other? Like, maybe four or five times a year? About four or five times a year. Although, I I got some secret sauce that that may be increasing. Ooh. Ooh. You heard it here first. A couple things. One, if you have added me or want to add me on Pokemon Go and you decide to do that through Slack or Twitter, 
I don't mind. Uh, I will. I have. I'm pretty much deleting people who do not send me gifts right away. I have to be that kind of person. <laughs> but um, if you are going to Pokemon Go Fest, this is super important. If you are going to Pokemon Go Fest, please let me know in Slack. Please let me know on Twitter. I will trade you a Pidgey. I want to trade with everyone, even though it can't be. You can only do one special trade a day. So one regional, one shiny, one legendary. So while I can't do that for you, I do want to trade you something. Um, but if this is so important, if you are going to Pokemon Go Fest, you have to let me know. So I, one, I can prioritize you on my friends list so we can get the seven day streak. And two, so I know I only get so many gifts a day and I want to prioritize the people who are going to Pokemon Go Fest. If you're going to be at my wedding, I already probably know who they, you guys are. So after Pokemon Go Fest, I'll prioritize those people to make sure if I see them, we'll have the 90-day streak at that time. And I have plenty of space on my friends list. And so if you're going to be at Pokemon Go Fest, just tweet me up and I'll put you on there and throw you some of them Washington, D.C. wheezings. <laughs> I won't be a Pokemon Go Fest, but you can be my friend anyway. So have you guys tried the, the, you, it sounds like you both have tried the friends list. Have you, have you done any Alola eggs? Have you sent or received gifts? What are your thoughts about it? Uh, so my first gift I received was from Ryan in England and I sent him back a gift, the first gift that I got and he got an Alolan egg out of it, but I don't think he's hatched it yet. And I'm not investing in incubators right now, so I've got one. I think the Alolan eggs are like orange spots or something. Yep. Or yeah. Um. So I know I've got one. It's incubating, but I don't know yet what's going to pop out of that sucker. I only have one person on my friends list who is local. Uh, I tried to add somebody else, and they didn't add me back. So, <laughs> so I haven't done any of the trading or anything yet. I haven't done any trading at all. My first friend was a local friend here. I've hatched one Alola Grimer. Oh, nice. That's it. I have usually, another. Usually everyone gets the Meowth right away. I, I got a Grimer. It's a cutie pie. Um, I used to complain that I just don't have enough Pokeballs for anything because there's so few Pokestops around me like... I've kind of taken to once a week, usually on Friday, on my way home from work. Instead of doing my 20-minute drive home from work, I'll take a two-hour drive home from work, and I'll go around and try and spin Pokestops and get Pokeballs. I am not collecting as, like, 20 gifts a day. I don't think I'm getting 20 gifts a day. My bag is way too full. Yeah. I have too much of everything. Like, they just give you... Like, sometimes it'll be like, here's five Pokeballs. And sometimes it'll be like, here's 55 berries and 25 Pokeballs. And the difference is kind of absurd. That's my main struggle right now is I'm just like, I don't, I don't have the bag space for this. It's amazing how generous the gift system is. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it is. No, it's I great. Yeah, I just literally just got a gift from Pat in Chicago, and it was like three different things. Yeah, I had one which was like 20 Ultra Balls at one point, and I was like, what? Like, Ultra Balls are pretty, like, they're not they're not hard to get, but they're also not, like, common. And also, Ultra Balls are one of the things they always include in those boxes you pay for. So there's clearly somewhat of a value to them. 
So now I have like over 300 Ultra Balls and I don't want to throw them away because I felt like I have personally paid for Ultra Balls with real money by buying like community boxes. So I can't like I can't bring it to myself to throw away Ultra Balls. It's real stressful. Does Is this everything you've been waiting for, though? I, I know I have been very vocal if they ever introduce trading that it should be local only. I believe you have to be within 100 meters uh, to trade, which I think is... Somebody said it's like 1 16th of a football field. I don't know how long football fields are, but... Uh, like one hmm. 100 yards. That's why the 50-yard line is right in the middle. Maybe? Maybe it's 300. I don't remember. It's, it's pretty much we, we like... Should never, we should I, never approach math and science here. It's just a disaster every time. Well, it's like I always have the thing in front of me, and then I close it for some reason, and then I think about it again, and then it's like, oh, wait. What was that number? Uh, I do know, pro tip, is when somebody initiates the trade, uh, that is what sets the radius. So, for example, if you initiate a trade, um, let's say, outside of your house, but then you guys walk across the street to a bar, that trade as initi- like the trade doesn't move with you. Like because you initiated it there, and when you start moving, it still thinks you are there. So if you're having any problems with like, oh, it doesn't think we're close enough anymore. I would uh, keep in mind to initiate the trade where you are going to be finalizing the trade. So, like, if you're in the middle of a busy road and you initiate a trade and then you move because you've made a bad decision of initiating a trade in the middle of a busy road, uh, that can mess things up. So just keep that in mind. Don't walk and trade, kids. Uh, And we talked about the 7K eggs, right? Meowth, Vulpix, Sandshrew, Grimer, those are all that you can get. So if you want to rush out to hatch them all, there you go. Gotta hatch them all. If if not, you're not in you're not in a rush. None of them can be shiny. None of there's no special hidden ones. At least that we usually we figure it, figure that stuff out right away. Just because there are so many people playing Pokemon Go, it's pretty easy to track that down. But uh, nothing there. Uh, Alolan Rattata is now spawning in the wild. So you can find it. Regular Rattata are still spawning, by the way. Can Alolan Rattata be a ditto? Because I need dittos for Mew. No, I don't think so. I don't think anyone's... Oh my... Don't Gosh, think... this is completely unrelated to anything you were going to say, but I finally caught a ditto for the first time the other day, and I'm so excited. It's really cool when it happens, right? Yeah! Yeah, but be a little less excited because when you're in your Mew journey and you get to that one and you get that, you're in a ditto desert. They're not going to be showing up for no, a long it's, it's probably, time. No, it's probably very easy to get ditto since the water event is over. So you're, you got to look for um, got to look for Pidgeys. You got to look for Rattatas. Gulpins. Uh, Mankeys. Uh, what else? Oh, Remoraid could be ditto. Remoraid, mm-hmm. yeah. Zubat. Uh, Ghastly can be ditto as well. Uh, so you got a lot of options. Uh, did we talk about the pro tip? I might have mentioned this maybe only on stream. No. Pro tip is if there's like two Pidgey next to each other, one of them's probably a Ditto. So look for Pokemon what? that are bunched up. Yeah, because Ditto wants to copy the Pokemon it's near. 
So like if oh. if there's ever two Pokemon next to each other, like super super close, almost on top of each other, one is probably Ditto. So you have to just catch both. Pro tip. That is a pro tip. Not always, but normally that that's usually a, a sign that there's probably a Ditto nearby. Like if you just see a lone Mankey in the middle of nowhere, it's probably just Mankey. Um, but if you see two, it's prob one is probably Ditto. Do this lures and incense? Yeah, do lures and incense increase the occurrence of dittos? I don't think I've ever gotten a ditto on incense. Okay. But I could be wrong. I'm sure somebody has, but I don't think I have ever gotten that. Uh, Okay, let's talk about the elephant in the room, uh, which are children on... Trainers the age of 13 and under cannot participate in trading. What? Um, they can also, uh, this has been existed for a while. We kind of mentioned this on the show before. Uh, they can also not see sponsored Pokestops or gyms. So remember I told the story of like this dad that I always see going to like playing Pokemon Go and we like, we, we were both invited to the Mewtwo beta stuff. And then he said like, oh, his son was not able to participate at the EX raid because it was at a sprint store which is a sponsored location and I was like oh I wonder if is he just was not invited or what happened there so there is a support article support.pokemongo.neanticlabs.com I cannot see sponsored gyms Pokestops or gyms this function is working as intended sponsored location branded Pokestops and gyms are created through a partnership agreement with Neantic and are only available to trainers ages 13 or over trainers of the age 13 uh, under the age of 13 are not able to see or interact with sponsored locations. So I'm pretty sure there's a law uh, that like you cannot advertise to children under 12. So that would make sense. I'm not, I'm not a lawyer or a uh, marketer, but I'm pretty sure there's a marketing law saying you cannot advertise to kids. Uh, no, because then kids wouldn't be able to watch television. No, like, like all the sponsored location stuff is designed to sell you something specifically, right? Like sponsored Starbucks are trying to sell you the Pokemon. Well, we're trying to sell you the Pokemon Go drink. And then Sprint is trying to sell you a phone or get to come in for free Pokemon pin app berries when you sign a two year agreement or whatever. I don't know if that's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So that the from my understanding that's that's the that's the the I don't know. That's what I've heard. I could be wrong. I feel like that would be a thing, but then also like commercial like Do they not have commercials on children's television television channels? Like does Cartoon Network not run commercials because of that? Like I genuinely don't know. It, it may be an app specific law, like because it, it the be. uh phone is something different. Uh yeah, it could be like specifically, um like a mo uh uh yeah what Will said app slash mobile marketing, probably with like gems and kids clicking the buy now and then just spending a hundred dollars in iTunes easily and then parent having to email Apple being like my kid accidentally pressed this button, I want my hundred dollars back. Probably something that like that. Sense. I don't know. Um, hmm. the reason I know. All about the kid stuff is because one of my mods in Twitch uh, plays with her niece, and her niece is 11, and her niece uh, cannot trade 
and cannot risk get special eggs. Uh, we'll never be able to get this Alolan Vulpix because Alolan Vulpix are only through eggs and you can only, you can only get eggs by people giving you gifts. But if you can't have a friends list because you're under 13, you can't get gifts. And even if I got uh, an Alolan Vulpix and I wanted to be nice and trade it to said niece, I can't because they can't do trading because they're under the age. So it's a mess. No, they just have to wait two years. That's all. Uh, Hold on to that Alolan Vulpix until your niece's 13th birthday, and then it's like, happy birthday, and wink, wink, you didn't have to spend any money. You just have all these Pokemon that you're now going to trade to your niece. Why don't they... This is uh, support.pokemongo.neantic.com. There's a support article about it. It says... it just explains what trading is and how it works and the friends list and adding friends, removing friends, friendship levels. Um, and it does say, note, this feature is only available to trainers ages 13 and over. So it is on their official website. Can they not, like, build in a function where a parent can filter that kind of stuff and say, like, oh, my child has permission to trade with this person and this person specifically? Maybe. I mean, there's already a lot of things broken with the friends list. Like, there are reports. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Niantic has come out and said, like, the, like, gaining experience per friend is not working 100%. So, it, there are there are problems with it, for sure. But uh, what I was thinking, and what kind of makes the m- more sense, okay, is when somebody gives me a gift, right? So, if Will sends me a gift in Pokemon Go, he sends it from a specific stop. So I know where he's been. So if I am a an adult that is trying to stalk a kid for malicious intent, after said kid has sent me a couple of gifts, I can really pinpoint where they consistently go and where they're located, if that makes sense. No, yeah, I totally, I get the reasoning behind it and I get the concern, but I feel like that's something you can mitigate. Like, for example, if your parent can decide who you get to trade with, they can literally say, you can trade with this account because I know this is your best friend from school. And yeah. you can trade with this account because I know this is me. Instead of, like... So that there's this kind of middle ground where it's like, but what you if, don't get people stalking people, but it, your kids can actually participate in the game. But what if you're a good parent and you say, I'll, I'll let you trade with Susie from school and me and your dad, and your brother, and Jacob from school. But Susie's parents don't care at all. They just say, okay, you, we'll accept these uh, 20 people that sent you friend requests. We're not going to look into it because we're not good parents. And then that's how I get to your kid is through Susie because Susie's kid has bad parents. And they just accepted everyone. I mean, it's 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 simpler than that. The problem is that there there are plenty of neglectful parents out there who, even though they are provided with these tools, don't take the time to understand them or use them properly. But when something bad happens, they blame Pokemon Go and for not protecting their children. So it's it's like you have to set the highest bar just because people are one so careless and two so. Lit- Litigious. That is a hard word to say. Litigious. Humans are the worst. Once again, reinforced, yes. <laughs> and I, I totally know as like 
As a kid, I was trading when I was eight years old with a link cable with people on my front porch. So, like, trading should be for kids, but we do live in a world now where, like, oh, Micah was at the bowling alley because he sent me a gift, and the gift says he's from the bowling alley. And don't get me wrong, I think that's really cool. I like the fact that, like, when I get a gift, I can see where they were, and I can read about that, like, stop. Like, it, if you click on it, it shows you, like, oh, this is well, this was a statue of George Washington, and it was created in 1950, and it's cleaned every other week with, with Dawn dish soap. Like, that's cool if I wanted to read all that. Alternatively, they could just take the postcards away because no one cares about the postcard from the Pokestop by my work that's, like, <laughs> a really sad, like, rules sign for a trailhead that doesn't even exist anymore anywhere except for in Pokemon Go. I don't know. I kind of want to read this postcard now. <laughs> you really sold me on it. Yeah, I like the postcards. Yeah, but they could I remove think... them for kids, so then you can't yeah. locate, but then... I just, that... I guess for me, personally, like... It's very distressing to me as someone who has enjoyed Pokemon since I was a kid and who knows that, like, children are very much a huge target audience for Pokemon that, like, they can't participate in part of it. And that just makes me sad. But to to be fair, Pokemon Go is always changing. So it could they could come up with a solution for younger kids. Uh, maybe if they weren't spending all their time and resources preventing people from hacking and cheating at Pokemon Go, <laughs> they'd have time to make the children's experience a little yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, pointing my finger at you, two phone cheaters. <sighs> there's, a, there's a lot of things in place with this trading, and it is very new, and it's not perfect, and I'm sure it will get there. So we'll, we'll see. I just wanted to bring that up. But I, I think it does... While I've said before, Pokemon Go isn't fair. Uh, I th I think the rural pe rural people will definitely agree with me and say like it's not fair for them. Uh, I don't think every video game is fair. I don't think every video game is designed for every single person under the sun. But that being said, this is a brand new feature. It's not even a week old. Barely works. I'm surprised it does work. <laughs> but there's plenty of time to. Adjust it, make changes, add features, remove features. So uh, we've waited two years for this. Hopefully, every eleven-year-old, every eleven-year-old out there who cannot trade, hopefully they can, and just, they just hopefully have to be a little patient. I think, based off what I've seen on Twitter and the subreddit and everything, uh, the Silk Road subreddit and the Pokemon Go subreddit, I th I think Niantic is probably well aware that people are upset about this. So. Hopefully there's changes to be made. They'll figure it out. But it is cool. So it was a long time coming for friends. I was I was actually expecting battling to come before the friends stuff, but um I'm I'm very happy that the friends stuff came first. And a good use of Stardust. Like uh as somebody who has two million Stardust and people are always like, How do you have so much? And it's like, I don't level up Pokemon. And they're like, but why don't you level up Pokemon? They'll be stronger. And I was like, I don't ever battle in gyms. Like, if I do take a gym, my Pokemon are strong enough where it's never been an issue. And if I do battle in a raid, there is either zero people at the raid 
or there are like 30 people at the raid. So I never have to worry about having super strong Pokemon because either I don't do the raid because there's not enough people or I do do the raid and we beat it with like 200 seconds left because there are so many of us. So I've never felt the need to waste Stardust and candy powering a Pokemon. So by adding Stardust to a trading feature, it makes that resource more useful, I guess. Because like I wasn't yeah. using it at all, and now I now I'm like glad I didn't use it because I I would rather trade than power up Pokemon. How do I find out how many Stardust I have? Uh, just click on any of your Pokemon, and then it will show you. I have five hundred eighty four thousand six hundred thirty one Stardust. I can't trade with anybody yet. Dag nabbit. <laughs> Not yet. I battled at a gym for the first time this past week. And what was it like? Did you love it? Uh, <laughs> Did your finger get tired from going tap 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 like that? No. But I also was not taking it very serious. Like, for perspective, it was two o'clock in the morning. Correction, it was probably four o'clock in the morning. I had just gotten off work. There's a Pokestop on a really sad trailhead that nobody uses that trail anymore. Right next to my work. And I'm just sitting in this empty, like, three-car parking lot. Like, oh, wow, there's a gym. Well, look at it. Might as well. I also discovered that you can spin the things on gyms. I didn't know that was a thing until, like, Thursday. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. The picture discs is what they're called. The picture discs. I didn't know you could spin the picture discs at gyms until Thursday. And like, so I went in and I spun a little disc and then I was like, oh, these Pokemon don't look too strong. Uh, I'll try it once. And I did. And I beat them all and it was fine. Not super exciting. Probably won't go back. It's not exciting at all, but um, cool. Well, I think that wraps it up. I think we'll, we'll wrap the show up here. We could do Pokemon of the Week in a couple emails, but. That would put us close to 90 minutes, and I'm really dedicated to keeping it under 90 minutes, so I don't think we're probably going to get any more Let's Go news for the next... I I would assume the next batch of Let's Go news we get would be at Worlds, which is in August, with maybe a couple trickles here and there. And now that this pig Pokemon Go news is out of the way, I think next week we can really just return to Gatorade bottles being thrown some emails, and Pokemon of the Week. So I think we'll throw in the towel here. Again, if you're going to Pokemon Go Fest, Will and I will be there. Uh, So let us know so we can trade with you guys uh, through either Twitter or Slack or however you want to uh, communicate with us. Are we going to have dinner in an unair-conditioned restaurant again afterwards? Was it that hot? Yeah, it was. I don't remember it being hot at all. Uh, probably not. I'm probably not going to actually have a scheduled meetup. I think what has worked really well and that we've done at PAXs before is just tweet at us and we'll just find you or you find us. Because what happens is every time we like set a specific time, even though that's cool to get a bunch of people together, like a bunch of people are like, I can do this. And then a bunch of people are like, I can't do this. And then the people who can do this, like, some something happens where like they they need to go or they can't come anymore or they have to leave early or plans just change people are busy and we totally understand that and if you want to take some time out of your day to say hello and to trade a pidgey with us in pokemon go 
Uh, I want to respect your time. So whatever is good for you, especially if you're parents with kids or you're with friends that don't listen to the podcast and probably don't care. I just want to be like really respectful of everyone's time. So I think it's just easier to be like, hey, just like tweet at us and we'll set some time aside for you while we're there. Uh, that's That just seems to work a lot better, you know? That works. But I mean, regardless, I think we're going to get dinner after the 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 festival the the fest. So if there are people around that want to tag along, I'm probably not going to say no. Um, well, well, I mean, it depends on who you are. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Will is at washing the sink. I am at dragging a lake. Rochelle, I can't remember your Twitter. I haven't said it enough times. It's at Miss Delaney. It has two L's. Two L's. Two L's. See, I can't spell Miss Delaney, though. Is it D? Oh, hold on. Let me try. Delaney. Oh, D-L-E-N. D. D L D E L L A N E Y. Correct. Yeah. Sweet. Now spell Rochelle. Uh, there's like two L's in there, too, right? Mm hmm. R A S C H E L L E. Yep, you got it. I'm real proud of you. I'm I'm getting. Uh, I participated in last week's sixth grade spelling bee. Uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, thank you, everyone who reviewed us in iTunes slash Apple Podcast. That's some house cleaning. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're at 900 reviews. I have to pull it up because I don't remember. We are at 905 reviews. Thank you, everyone. Woo-hoo. So we are 95 reviews away from 1,000. I don't know if that's possible, but as always, if you haven't reviewed us and you would like to help us get to 1,000, takes like 95 seconds out of your day to do so if you have an iOS device or iTunes on your computer. Um, so that would really help us out to get to 1,000. Otherwise, uh, we will be back next week. And my weekly Twitch reminder that if you need something to watch during the week at work or at night, uh, I go live on Twitch Monday through Saturday. And uh, I think I'm still looking for Celebi. So we'll get it eventually. Wouldn't you know if you had found it yet? Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it's been so long that it's all just an illusion at that point. Otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Distressingly effective. Humans are the worst. My catchphrase. It's Super Effective was created and produced by me, Steve Black Jr. Logo and artwork were also created by me. The music on ISE was created by Nicholas Burgess. If you enjoy ISE, consider leaving a review on Apple Podcast or just tell a fellow friend about the show. ISE is my current job right now, 
and I need all the support I can get to keep doing it weekly. If you'd like to support ISE, you can do so on Patreon. You can support me by heading over to ISE.cash. For as little as $2 a month, you'll gain access to our Slack community where you can battle, trade, and chat with other trainers. And for $5 a month, you'll gain access to our bonus anime podcast. A quick shout out to our producers of this show, which include Robert, Kevin, Mason, Watermelon, and Cygnus. Thank you all for listening.